With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True green today. At Zenni, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? Try on any frame, anywhere with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenni.com. Eyewear for everyone. Hello, good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers match build-up show for Liverpool versus Leipzig in the last 16 of the Champions League. I'm the host, Keith, and tonight I'm joined by Gar Brain. How are you, Gar? Okay, hey, dog goes past. Thank you. How are you? Great to have you. Ah, living the dream, buddy. Living the dream. Um, I'm joined by Peter Smith again. Peter, how's things? Good evening. All good. Yourself? Great to have you. Ah, look. It's all we're all happy here, you know. We're all happy here. Um, we were just having a little chat beforehand about normality coming back into the lives soon. So, you know, fingers crossed and all that. I think everybody needs it at this stage. And Anthony Point, Anthony, you haven't been on us in a while, but it's great to have you back. Yeah, good to be here, Keith. Good to see you. Good stuff, good stuff. Um, we're gonna look ahead, lads, at the Liverpool game, you know, home game uh in the Ferring Puskas Arena over in Budapest. Uh, it's a weird, weird feeling, isn't it? But it could be a blessing in disguise that we're not playing in Anfield. Um, Gar, what do you, what do you make of the the location for this game? Is it does it is it a sensible decision or is it a bit ridiculous? Yeah, I think it's a bit ridiculous. Listen, you have to, I suppose it's understandable with all that's going on, but you've still got teams leaving countries, so. Um, it, to, to that point of view, it doesn't really make sense. To be honest with you, listen, it's, it'll be good for us. I think uh, psychologically, it'll probably be a good move for us to just get away from it all, um, and, and I suppose hopefully settle us down and, and kick on a bit. Listen, we're saying this a couple of weeks now, so. Um, but listen, the last result was 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 hugely impressive. Um, yes, uh, they did get a few chances against us, but I think the the change of scenery might be good for us tomorrow. Indeed, indeed. Uh, Anthony, um, Liverpool playing a home game over in Hungary. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's a weird one, it's a weird one, but as, as Gareth touched on there, it might be, you know, no harm for the lads just getting away from Anfield, getting away from, you know, those familiar surroundings and the expectation, even without a crowd. I know, yeah. I mean, it's it's to think that Liverpool could go out on away goals um, yeah. tomorrow night, haven't played both legs at the same ground um, it, it is a bit farcical but look it is what it is 
And in terms of getting away from Anfield, you know, it's funny. I think it's more just getting back to the Champions League, Keith. You know, mm. last year was the culmination of this massive journey to, to win a Premier League. And that momentum every week, it was just, they, they drove, they, they seemed to drive each other to those new heights. And this year, because the, you know, the bubbles burst in so many ways, they've actually achieved it as well. You know, in the league, it sort of feels like um, they just can't find that extra edge. When anything goes against Liverpool at the minute in the Premier League, they just look completely deflated. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, and I hope uh, tomorrow night, the fact that this is it's a, it's a clean slate, it's a competition that they, they can still win. They're still in it. It's the last 16. They've got a 2-0 advantage from the first leg. Um, I, I think Liverpool, uh, as they were in the first leg, will be a lot better tomorrow night. I just think they'll have that bit more focus. And, and the fact that it is... You know, the, the Premier League's a dead duck now. You know, it's just hanging over everybody. Yeah. Um, so so hopefully, um, more so the fresh competition can just sort of enliven them a bit. And, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, um, Pete, uh, Kev O'Sullivan puts up there that different regions in Germany have different restrictions, apparently. So we have a situation, I think, where mm. Gladbach are going to Manchester to play Man City, but Leipzig in their region, I think Saxony, they can't with the quarantine rules. It's a bit of a farce. And, and I think, you know, as Anthony touched on there, away goals in a stadium that's not your own, but in the first, the first leg being there as well, could they have done something else? Could I know Dublin was muted and, and seven or eight other venues. Do you think they could have moved it somewhere else? Or are you okay with Hungary? No, considering we 100% record in it. No, I think it's fair, to be honest with you. I come, I come up from a different angle. I mean, people forget that Leipzig suffered as well. No, they didn't want to go to Hungary either. Yeah, um, and to be fair, you know, I know from your perspective, living in Dublin and, you know, knowing how the UK works, I know Gar lived there for, for a number of years like myself. You, you know, it's you're not used to the idea of autonomous regions. Each region makes its own decision. It's the same here in, in Spain. Every region has a different policy. The truth is nobody, I mean, in the bigger picture, nobody seems to know truly how to deal with, with the with the situation on any given Sunday. So, I mean, if it worked well, the first, in the first leg, I've no problem with with, the, with being fair and trying it, you know, for the second leg as well. Yeah, it's an interesting take. It's, it's a bit of a quirk, you know what I mean? A strange um, situation that, that both, leg, both games are in the same stadium. But as you said, Pete, Leipzig had to deal with it as well. You know, let's just get on with it. And as Anthony said, clean slate. Let's try and see what we can do. Gar, um, look, our form in the league is is pretty horrendous. It's fallen off a cliff. You know, we all know that. But as Anthony said, it's a chance to maybe put some of that to bed and and look, you know, at a competition that theoretically we can still win. Um, are you confident about going in tomorrow? And, you know, some of the rumours coming out that Bobby is going to miss out injured. How do you think Liverpool are going to line up for this tomorrow? Well, it's, it's also a rumour. I suppose a picture was a bit of a telltale this morning. It looked like a midfield shape uh, uh, exercise and uh, it looked like Fabinho was at the middle of it. So if that's another telltale, it, it could be huge tomorrow night, uh, because we, we all know we've missed him hugely in that uh, defensive midfield position. Um, Jota comes in for... Um, <coughs> For, uh, for Mino up top 
so you'll have your, your front three. Jota for me has provided a bit of spark. He provided a bit of spark the weekend. So we're getting fitter and fitter. His, his match fitness is getting up to speed. So I think we go the same again. If the midfield is true, it looks like, well, the pictures today, I know you can't tell it off in the pictures, um, but it looked like uh, Thiago, Fabinho, and it looked like Keita, didn't it? Yeah, um, yeah, in the did. picture now. Listen, it, 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 it definitely looked like a, a, a session on shape, and to me, that's a huge, huge uh, positive step forward. If it is um, Fabinho uh, pulling the strings in the middle of that, indeed, Anthony. Um, you probably saw the pictures Gar's talking about where they did show the three lads look to be trying to walk in in tandem. Can you see that being the case, or you know, if if that is the case, who's playing centre back? I, I actually hadn't seen the, those pictures in there because I would have had Fabi- like I thought Fabinho would be nailed on to play centre back. Um, so I guess Kamak and, and Phillips, if if that's if, if, if that is the midfield, I, like I, de- I actually would have liked to have seen Kate in. I, I think just you know his, his energy with out the ball, you know, I, I, I kind of feel like tomorrow night could be a bit um, almost like the the second leg in Rome against Roma a couple of years ago where they just mm. have nothing to lose. It, it, it can mm. actually be, it could be chaotic. And <laughs> um, now it can go either way. I mean, even on the night in Rome in, in 2018, uh, sorry, 19, um, could have got knocked out that night. Like they made so many chances, but mm. of course, you know, we, we, we killed them on the break as well. So, um, I just like the fact that Kate has, you know, he's he's got the ability to to break through lines, and he's also he's he's a really really good presser off the ball. So I like the sound of that midfield. I have to say, um, it might actually be the best form of defence. To be fair, like if you can if you can sort of get a grip of things there and shield the lads that are behind you. But um, as I said, I hadn't seen, I wasn't aware of that as as Gar was saying there. I'm, I'm surprised by it now, and I'd be surprised to see it. But you know, yeah, it's it's very true. I mean. I think we'd all love to see Fabinho back in midfield people you know as Anthony touched on I would have thought he'd be playing centre back as well but yeah. with talks of Kabak being you know he was injured at the weekend it must mean Kabak coming back in alongside Phillips are you worried about uh, a back four potentially of Kabak, Phillips Robertson and Trent um, you, you know from recent performances now Kabak was excellent in the fourth leg, it must be said, mm-hmm. and he's playing familiar opposition. Would you be worried about them? I mean, I'm sure they have televisions and they have the internet in Leipzig and they can see what's been killing us lately. Do you, do you worry that they'll be just launching balls and trying to target maybe the the, the channels where Trent and Robert may leave gaps? I don't worry about Liverpool anymore Con- in, as far as conceding goals. It's an inevitability. We can't defend. So I think, to be honest with you, the, the fact that Kate is involved in the shape at all says to me that we're, as exactly as Anthony says, says to me that we're going to we're going to try and nick a goal probably early and, you know, try and trade punches with them. And I'm, I'm believe it or not, I'm, it kind of goes back to when Klopp took over force, you know, we, we kind of traded punches with everybody and sometimes we came out on top, sometimes we didn't. But the fact that we haven't conceded, a, technically conceded, a, they haven't, uh, you know, they have to, we've we've got two away goals so we can afford to trade punches to a certain extent and we probably will. I don't, I don't see us winning the game, funny enough, but I don't see us losing by two goals. Um, for me, I, I think there's a possibility tomorrow night that he will surprise us again and change the shape because the shape is part of the malaise as well. It just doesn't work. I wouldn't be surprised to see Fabinho deep uh, and some sort of 
a shape change, but I think we're going to go on with that element of surprise, go and try and break the lines early and get a goal. But I think Anthony's right. The best form of defence tomorrow night will definitely be attack. I would expect us to be on the front foot early and then try to rope a dope late on and, and hold on, you know? Yeah, indeed. I mean, it's very interesting, Garda Pete and Anthony have said, you know, the, what they've said there, well, Pete, that touched on the the shape change. Can you see a scenario where we don't go with the four three three that we do look at maybe a four four two diamond, which some people felt that we'd started that way uh, against Fulham. There was bits of it that looked like it might have been security playing into a into an attacking all. Can you see a situation, mm. guy, where it's a Salah Jota front two tomorrow with maybe you know Curtis Jones? Thiago or Genie, you know, four of the midfielders in there, or do you think it'll stick with the tried and tested for three? I, I think he's going to go with the tried and tested lads. I just don't see him changing the shape tomorrow night. Um, listen, I could be wrong. They, they could have worked it all week, but you know, sometimes them pictures, uh, them training sessions, and and the shape sessions can tell it tell a, a major picture. And if that is the tree, it's going to be Fabinho holding very very deep. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package, but that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Imagine um, covering uh, the right and left side like he's so good at. Um, let's be honest here. Um, he knows the position inside out. I don't think Phillips, you know, he, he hasn't been bad, lads. Let's be fair. Um, Kovac looked really well against these away. Um, these changed a bit of shape as well, Keith. They went uh, fully two up top the weekend. They had Sorlot and um, Paulson playing yeah. out and out. Um, as out now forwards the weekend, uh, Paulson who could suit you know Phillips a bit. Um, yeah. and so as well, really. Is. They went through the yeah, back of the world, yeah. They yeah, well, they they they, they tend to sh- uh, change a lot. Pete. Um, I think uh, Clusterman, um, that guy we liked at, at the right side of defence, Keith, McKelly, and uh, you know the the bus at cent- uh, in the middle of the tree. Yeah. Um, that's they're gonna give you if if we play three up top, they're gonna they're gonna give our our three chances. There's no doubt about that. Um they're gonna leave gaps in behind. And I think Clusterman always, always gives you a chance. He's he's to me he looks like an Arsenal defender. He's always gonna give you a chance. Yeah. I think we go if, um, listen, I could be totally wrong, but I think we stick with the Troy and Hester Keith. Indeed, indeed. Um Anthony Gar touched on the 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 setup that Leipzig went with uh, at the weekend with um, Paulson and Sarlat up front, and people are throwing in that Huang could feature. The first leg they didn't really go with a centre forward against us. They went with um, Nkunku, I think, playing up there and Hoidare in support. Like there wasn't really a, a target man as such. They're gonna have to go for it this time, aren't they? They're gonna have to. They're gonna have to commit to attack. And that could open up chances for us. But do you do you see them maybe throwing a surprise, or do you think they could be predictable with their lineup? In the sense, do you think it'll be similar to the first leg, or will they go with more uh, more central attackers to to put us under pressure? 
Well, I mean, in the fairness, they made chances in the first leg. Like the, mm. the tie could be completely on its head right now if they'd scored a, that header inside the first couple of minutes. Uh, I thought they used Angelino very well in the first leg, and and he is a, the type of player who was kind of can cause us a lot of problems at the minute. You know that the right side of our shape. Uh, mm. You know he he is the type that can expose that. So, um, I mean, may, maybe. I don't know. Like, look, they 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 know, and you can sort of sense from Negasman's press conference today that they're Liverpool are a wounded animal at the minute. Like, I, I I don't think they need to go crazy gung ho from minute one. You know, if if it's two 0 or two one on aggregate after an hour, they've every chance of going through. So it maybe look, it, it maybe maybe a little bit more cagey than than we think. Um. He's a smart coach. I, I don't know. He might have one or two things up to see, but, but we might not see them, Keith, until yeah. the last 25 minutes as opposed to, you know, from yeah. straight off the bat. Yeah. Um, Cerrone James is saying in the chat there that Angelino was injured. And I've heard rumours that Angelino could be injured, but then I've seen Angelino doing a lot of the sort of press stuff with them as well. So... I'll take that with a pinch of salt, but he, he is an excellent player, Angelino, and he's going to cause us huge problems, Peter. And as, as Anthony touched on there, the right side of our team, mm. when you've not got Henderson on the midfield plugging the gaps, when you've got Salah, who doesn't come back, he's been doing a bit recently in fairness, but he's not a defensively minded um, forward. No, no qualms about that. Do you, do you think Angelino could be the key threat for them in this game? Or where do you well, see the, the trick yeah, come I mean, up? It's, certainly if he's fit. Um, you know, yeah, and we, we look to base a lot of our attack from that right-hand side because the delivery of the ball from Trent, for example, is, is extremely good. You know, Salah likes to attack from that side. So the, the tendency is even you've seen Chelsea do a switch it from left to, well, from their right to our, uh, from their left to our right. So I would expect that regardless of who, you know, you, you look at the threat, uh, young Mount posed by just hanging around that side, it, it, it killed us. So I would expect them to try it, to try that on. So I think what, um, perhaps what Keith said, or sorry, what, uh, what Gar said earlier on about Fabinho protecting that and patrolling that space, making sure that we're not susceptible to those switches. Is going to be very, very important. So, I mean, you can't change what Trent does. You can't, you can't sit him down, and because you're taking away his game, you know, he's not Gary Neville. But what you can do is make sure that Fabinho is there positionally to make sure that that threat is at least nullified. Uh, particularly as we know that it's coming. So, yeah, Angelino not being available is a bonus. But I'm sure they have two or three guys that can do that job. Um, from Adam usually comes in instead of him, does he? Yeah, exactly. You know, from different, I think the American kid is it, yeah, from, yeah, from different, yeah. different, different areas of, of the park. So it's it is a worry, it's, it's always a worry. And the th- thing that upsets me most is that a lot of teams are now aware of it. And I suppose that's why we missed Fabinho in that area of the park to just patrol and protect, you know, yeah, indeed. Um, guard like Pete's been saying there about Mason Mount causes all sorts of problems um, against Chelsea and then Fulham looked for the exact same thing with looking, you know, going wide and targeting that sort of area of the pitch. Leipzig do have players that can cause problems. It's not all going to be Angelino yeah, doing that. So they'll, yep. they'll play like Danny Almo will be pulling wide. Uh, they'll have Nkunku possibly in there as well. We really have to be on it. Do you, can you see a situation where we start the game off with uh, Phillips and 
Kabak centre back with Fabinho. But that the shape will actually be Fabinho dropping into playing alongside in a tree. Could you see and a situation where Liverpool might just, Yeah. 100%. It could possibly be the deal tomorrow night, Keith. Um, it could have been that picture taken well out of context. Uh, um, yeah, it, it would suit it would suit us tomorrow, uh, especially if they are going to, we are going to need to cover that right side a bit. Listen, that, that right side has been nothing, nothing, you know, it's nothing new, lads. Let's be honest here. Exactly. We've just been lucky exactly. to have Henderson and people like that patrol and cover that side when the the fullbacks have have played as you know our fullbacks naturally yeah. play as wingers, um. But we've just had someone positionally smart to play that position. We have not had that for most of this season. Um, with Fabinho playing at centre half, Henderson obviously out now. Genie is not that player, lads. Let's be honest here. Uh, and nor are the other midfielders who go in there uh, because they're all positionally slightly different. Um. So to me. Uh, it, it would suit us to play an out now hoping midfielder. I hope to see Fabinho in there tomorrow. But um, if, if he does drop back into some sort of shape, different into a three at the back, it, it would also suit us because we're going to need to protect that right side. Yeah, it's going to be key that we can get some protection because you touched on it there, Garden, and I'll, I'll come to you. The, the lack of pace in the centre backs is the real issue, isn't it? And while Trent and Robertson were always attacking, We'd have had Joe Gomez on the right side and Virgil van Dijk on the left side and their recovery pace was just phenomenal. It, it was, you know, it was it, it's what allows us to play that high line. Phillips and Quebec don't have that pace, so would it be an area that you'd be worried that we could be exploited? Or do you think Leipzig, Nagel, you touched on Nagelsmann being a smart coach. He gets accused of being a bit, trying to be too clever at times. Could you see him falling into a trap of going for the the, the height players instead of just going for the pure pace to attack their glare, glare and weakness? Well, one of the frustrations the last sort of month, particularly watching Liverpool, is that we just seem to be looking at the same game on repeat every every week, and and we we fall into this trap where teams lean back on the ropes, we have all the ball. And we get suckered. We get we get punched on the on the counter. And there's a real opportunity for Liverpool to actually flip this around tomorrow night and do that to them. Um, so if, as the lad suggests there, maybe Fabinho does kind of fall back into more of a three, and and the team just generally drops a few yards and plays a bit deeper. Like we are going into this game two 0 up. Now this this isn't two legged football is is a different animal. This isn't. Mm. Fulham at home on Anfield where all the pressure's on Liverpool to win and to win comfortably and they're just going to give you the ball. Like So there's an opportunity for us to just just flip it, not radically, just play a little deeper. And we have we have the weapons. We still have lots of pace up front. But, you know, mm. if it is Jota and Mane, uh, uh, Mane Salah. So, um, you know, you could see that either. And, and if that's the case, maybe it, it becomes easier to defend when you do that because... Mm. You know, you, you congest the space. You suddenly play the, the game in half, of, you know, in your own half. And, and when you do that, it is easier to defend because you just have less ground to cover. So, you know, it, it might go that way and that, that could suit us, you know, and it could pay off. Um, and, and I kind of hope that it does, to be honest. I think if we get into a real open rat attack game with these, then anything could happen, you know. <laughs> you know, as, as the lads said earlier, like the way we're defending at the minute when games are open and, and like that is... Uh, you know, we can see three or four goals to, to pretty much anyone at the minute, uh, let alone you know, a, a good side like these who are, who are very dangerous. Yeah, they are a good side. I mean, 
they they get a lot of criticism because of their defence and their defence aren't great. They, they've good players. I like them as players. I like up a Meccano as a player. I think he's one of these that suffers from the whenever he's on the telly the the UK and Irish audience, he has a stinker. But yeah. you know, he's he's actually so that's not Pete Smith, is it? <laughs> that's it. Consistently. Consistent, yeah. Good lad, good lad. But now look, the the defenders there at Leipzig, you've got um up a McCann, he's going to Bayern Munich, we know that he's hugely rated. You've got Kanate, who was hugely rated, suffers with injuries, Klosterman he's prone to an error, we all know that as well. So, you know, we don't want to over egg the threat of Leipzig when they do have their, their weaknesses as well. Mm. Um and we it might not look it, but but getting players coming back into the team like Keita and like Jota are gonna give us a different dimension. And Anthony at the weekend against Fulham, you know, you could see glimpses of what the two of those especially will put into this team. Can you see the, the both of them starting tomorrow for us? Uh, yeah, sorry, is that to me, is it? Yeah, Kate. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I can. I can, yeah. Um, you know, I, th- I think it could be it could be just a good made for them, you know, in a lot of ways. As I said, like, um, they're, they are quite the particularly so dynamic. And, you know, as I said, it's just, let's not forget, you know, I think there's been a real fatalism around Liverpool Love your propane grill? Well, life just got a little easier with Propane Taxi. Stop lugging that tank. Propane Taxi is a propane grill tank home delivery service that's ridiculously easy and convenient. Just go online, choose a delivery date, and Propane Taxi delivers grill tanks straight to your door. You can exchange any brand of tank. And right now, new customers get their first tank exchange for $10 with promo code TANK10. That's $10 for your first tank exchange with promo code TANK10. Visit PropaneTaxi.com. No contact, no commitment, no problem. And it's like every game you're almost dreading at what's going to happen next. But Liverpool are in a really good position coming into this game. And generally this season, the games against the better teams, you know, uh, more offensively minded teams and more expansive sides, they haven't really been the problem for Liverpool. I think bar, bar Chelsea at Anfield, which was bad and that, that was, you know, not a great performance. But overall, if you look at uh, the results and the performances against the top six, it's been really good. So there's there's reasons to be optimistic. And I think those two guys coming in, they're coming in fresh. You know, they haven't got huge football in their legs. Um, and, you know, they haven't really been part of this malaise either. So you kind of hope that that will bring a bit more sort of, uh, you know, lightness on the shoulders and the way they play. I, th- I think we, you know, as we were saying earlier on, like even if you look at, uh, Jota and, and there was there was little moments at the weekend, the volley from Jota. You know who else has taken that on at the minute? And, and you know it was, it was a great save, it was a smashing effort. Little lollipops from Kite where he's he sort of ghosting past a couple of those. Now it didn't happen enough, but it would it's it's enough to make you think. Okay, maybe there's something there that this can you know over the next couple of weeks this might flourish into something a bit more positive, and uh, hopefully you know it starts tomorrow night. Yeah, indeed. Gar Jota, Anthony touched on it there. He's, he's striking that volley. He's given, you know, something we haven't seen from air attackers too much lately. But it's one of the, the big things that has impressed me about him since he's come in is his willingness to take on chances since he's been injured. You know, we're not hitting the target, never mind scoring goals. We're not walking goalkeepers. One of the things that Jota will do is walk the keeper. Uh, and I think that could be a key... Um, a key asset for us to have in this game tomorrow night, do you agree? 
Hugely. I think that the thing we've missed in a lot of the games, a lot of the bad performances, you want to say that, is, is the element of risk. Um, players, you know, we've seen uh, Mane and Salah knock all boy players. Like, look, we used to see them taking players on, uh, going at players in the box and, and trying to risk fouls or free kicks in around the box. Uh, Jota, for me, the weekend, he had a couple of runs where he just he just went at it. And there was one where he was, he was in his jersey and he'd taken off at one stage. It's just that element of list, risk from, from, you know, from a break in around the box. We, we don't seem to have that a lot of times this season. And when Jota has been there, we've had He's taking on players in around the area. He's he's going boy players. He to me, he doesn't look like the player he was at Wolves. He looks like a totally different player. He's he's yeah. playing with so much confidence, but he will give us risk, and it's risk. It's something we we really really lack at the moment in that front mm-hmm. three, um, and especially in midfield. We've no deep uh, deep midfield runner, and Keita will give you that. He, he'll try and take on people in 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 higher places, um, which other people don't do really at times. Um, but for me, Jota is just he, he brings an element of risk to us that we badly need at the moment. Indeed, indeed. And um, Peter, you know, the, a similar narrative was going around maybe in the group stages when we were going away to Atalanta and people were thinking, Jesus, it, it, you know, a really good attacking team, a, an unorthodox team in the way they set up and the way they play. Another team that are the sort of a hipster's choice, maybe hipster's favourites over the last couple of years. And look, I'll put my hand up. I'm a big Atalanta fan and I know Garbrain is a huge Atalanta fan as well. But Jota went there and just went straight to the heart of them and just attacked them. Are we looking for more of the same tomorrow from, I think, from I Diogo think Jota? It's, on Diogo Jota, it's very, it's very, it's interesting because it's it's very difficult to overestimate the confidence crisis that is exists at Liverpool. You talked earlier on about, Garrett talked earlier on about fellas not taking fellas on, Salah Mane not taking people on. Everybody, for me, is terrified of making mistakes. Um, they just feel for whatever reason it's just not happening for them. Jota is having been out for so long, is completely immune from that. And you can actually visibly see it. You can see that he's completely separated mm-hmm. from it. So he's that one spark. You know, we just I just feel I always you always feel with Liverpool that there are one or two moments of just you know, lovely moments or lovely 45 minutes away from everything clicking again. It can't possibly be that bad. But I haven't seen a confidence crisis this bad in any side, in a very, very long time. And it's probably the light and shade when compared to, you know, last year, the early part of last year, and this year, that's uh, that's doing as well as the natural exhaustion that exists within the squad. squad. So for me, he seems to be in a little bubble. You know, it's a pity he's been injured, but it's probably spared him that lack of confidence as well. So, yeah, we're probably looking to him for that little bit of inspiration. Hopefully then others can, you know, Mane is... Is suffering obviously suffering mentally. Um, I think he's he's in for a lot of undue criticism. This is his forced uh, stretch of poor form ever in a Liverpool jersey. Yeah. You know, there's another people think I said made a point two weeks ago. You know, people don't realise the lads are human and they read things and they and they hear things and they react to things. I won't go into the penalties and all that stuff, but they do react and they do they are under they are under their own pressure and there's no more there's no heavier pressure than a professional puts on himself. So hopefully Jota remains immune from that and gives us a couple of moments of of magic. You know, while Firmino was out, you know, probably needs the rest. You know, it's probably a small mercy. And to me as well, it's interesting, it'll be interesting to see what's done with Wijnaldum because he took the press conference today, which suggests to me that he's, he's you know, he's going to play 
does he play centre half? Mm. You know, to make up for that recovery pace as well, it'd be interesting to see. Yeah, there is a lot of a lot of questions, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. But Pete touched on Mane there, Anthony. I'll come to you. Mane is, has been woefully out of form this season, but I think you know he's got a lot of minutes in his legs. And what people will point that he got a break after the during the lockdown last year. You know, Mane went full pelt the year we won the Champions League. He then goes off to the African Cup of Nations, where I think he got to the final with Senegal, didn't he? Did they mm-hmm. win it? I don't know. They win it or they lose. They won I don't know. They lost, I think, in the final. But he got to the final, and a few days later, he's back on the bench for us in the first game of the season against Norwich. He has put a lot of uh, moils in his legs over the last two years, and while the intensity of going for that, you know, you'll when you're winning and you're chasing something, you'll be able to put in those extra yards. But when the intensity dropped. Mane just looks like he's shattered. It looks like it's all caught up on him, doesn't it, Anthony? Yeah, he looks t- he looks tired. There's been a lot of talk about Firmino how tired Firmino looks. Mane looks really tired, um, and sort of and and mixed with a, a desperate lack of confidence. You know, at his best, he just plays. You know, instinctively, such a, a strong athlete as well that it's a, it's a little shimmy and he's gone and he's you know and it mm. seems that he second guesses himself every time when he's in those yeah. situations. Those one-on-one situations, almost overthinking it, and then like, running into players or you know being dis- dispossessed. And you now, as the lads were touching on earlier, it's, it, it's funny like what confidence could do to teams. If like, you look at Liverpool now, and you if you just press pause, if Liverpool have possession, you press pause, you can guess where the ball is going to go next, and you can yeah. guess where the ball is going to go next. Yeah. And you know all all these teams, like you look at you know so much has been made of, against the the, the caliber of the teams that Liverpool have dropped points against in the Premier League but like these are all Premier League outfits so they're very well drilled they're well coached and they're like for them to just have to shuttle from one side and then shuttle to the next side and then the winger pressing the other I mean that is the easiest thing that that is not a difficult thing to do for teams for for any strong side so Liverpool will be making it so easy for for teams and all it takes you know it's it looks like what's happened to this team when it's all gone wrong with that. But it can be fixed quite quickly, which is why I'd really hope that the likes of Kite and, and Jata can come in and, and step up because suddenly, you know, Jata adds movement and a little bit of imagination to a team. And, mm. you know, all, all of a sudden, Thiago looks like a different player because he's got moving targets. You know, Thiago can only, he can only pass to what's ahead of him. If there's nothing happening in front of him, it's why he kind of looks a bit pedestrian and, and lacking creativity. If you give... Thiago, you see it with Bruno Fernandes at Manchester United. Like he loves moving targets, and he and he has that in front of him. And if you watch Bruno Fernandes, like he might try six or seven long range passes. Only two or three of them might come off. <laughs> like he, he actually, he, he's his passing is hit and miss a lot of the time. But when it comes off, you know it can be a goal, and it looks it looks brilliant. So it's a chain reaction, um, and. You know, we kind of hope that a similar thing happens with Manny because if someone like Jota comes in and starts carrying a bit more of the weight on the shoulders and starts banging in a few goals and doing some things like that are kind of stealing the headlines, you know, it might just be that Mane, in a weird way, it gets something back in him. It kind of takes the pressure off him and he sees someone else trying something mad and thinks, oh, I might try something. And, you know, if it doesn't come off, it's not the end of the world. Now, Liverpool, it feels mm-hmm. right now, if someone tries something and it doesn't happen, it's an absolute catastrophe and 
it's been hammered home by things like that happened at the weekend with Salah where he loses the ball on the edge of the box. It's a goal and you lose the game. And you could see that the shoulders going and the whole of the second half. Salah had actually started that game really well. He went out of it in the second half. He was he was crushed by it. You know, he stops. He just got drained by it. Um, so, look, it's a fragile thing. You know, it's, it's nobody can explain it. But as I said, like, having two fresh guys come in, and, and as Pete said, I agree, like, that they've been sort of removed from this desperate period that they come through because they haven't been involved in it. They haven't been involved directly in it and that they haven't been playing. So, if they maybe just come in and, and play with a bit more freedom, uh, hopefully that it, it can prove to be contagious for players like, you know, Mane particularly. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a good point there, Garda, and he touches on you know the the frag the fragility of the the team. You know, we don't want a situation where we go down a goal early tomorrow because well, I want to be confident about Liverpool at the moment. It just looks like, as Anthony said, the heads are dropping, the shoulders are sagged, and it makes things a lot harder. So. You know, what do we need to do? What does what do Liverpool need to do? Do they need to be smart and let Leipzig come at them? Do they need to go for Leipzig from the start? How do you see us approaching the actual start of the game? I'd like to see us just keep possession, Keith. Just control the game with the ball. Um, don't, you know, you know if your your risk is in the final third. Don't do anything stupid. Just keep the ball. We and we and fans, we have kept the ball a lot lately. That's uh, I'm sure there's possession stats have been quite high for us a lot lately. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're not we're not being risky as, as we touched on earlier on, and that's that's a huge problem for us because as Anthony's touched on, when you're not being when you're you're playing that safe stuff around the back, you're gonna get caught against teams who who are going to jump on on your mental fragi- fragility and. You're gonna you're gonna make lapses. It'll be like Leipzig did against us in, in the first leg. Customer makes just just a simple lapse for the first goal, and and they're they're nearly gone out of the game. And as Anto said, they were so good in the first half; they had chances. But it's just that element of risk and, and doing it in the right way. And we've not been doing that risk in the right way lately. We've been doing it in the in, at the wrong times, in the wrong ways, because we are so mentally fragile at the moment. We're so low. We're not taking risks in the right places. We're taking risks in the wrong places and in the defence, in our shape. Our, our shape has been in risk. Uh, we've seen our right side get, you know, attacked a lot more lately. Uh, as we said, no holding midfielder has m- made us wide open to... Home sense? Why is it home sense? The prices make sense. Ooh, outdoor is in. Are those plates melamine? Pretty planters, pillows, lanterns. Pretty much everything outdoor. And the savings. What oh, makes sense to me now. Out save on outdoor. Find a store at homesense.com. A lot more risk uh, between our two centre halves because they're not getting the protection they would have had with a Fabinho there or Henderson uh, since he's been out. So I would like to see his control possession and, and, and let the front three just go hell for leather. And they did that in the first leg. Uh, the front mm-hmm. three were so, you know, did that intensely look back. Um, but we haven't seen that a lot this season. But I have to say their pressing was so good in that in that first uh, in that first leg. So just let the front three go hell for letter, keep possession midfield, and just don't do anything stupid at the back. Yeah, and Peter, um same sort of to yourself. How do you see us going at this? Do you agree with what Gar says or can you see anything different? Yeah, I, I don't think we're very good at, you know, we're not very good at, I don't want to say the plan B or the cynical thing. It's with Liverpool, for example, I, my mind always goes back to the Barcelona game when we were 3-0 down. I was at the 3-0, as you know, 
And, you know, you just knew we're just going to throw the kitchen sink at them. We had four or five key players out. We're just going to throw the key. Liverpool trying to be cagey, trying to contain people. That's, you know, my mind goes all the way back to when I was a 10-year-old kid and we lost 2-0 at Anfield against Arsenal. They're trying to contain Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, it's just not in our our DNA. I, I see us just playing our game, trying to do the right things in the right area of the field, you know, and trying to appeal. I think a lot of Klopp's message is just not getting through because, as I said last week, momentum, confidence, leadership, all gone. Those three key important factors and the psychological factors as, as key as um, Gareth, who's far more qualified than I as a coach to tell you, are huge factors. But right now they are the factors. Yeah are stopping that message getting through. Klopp can shout with the team till he's blue in the face, can tell them how great they are. There's five or six guys that just don't believe in themselves right now. So you just have to keep trying and hoping that something goes in, something spectacularly, call it fluky or call it wonderful to happen. And then all of a sudden things start to flood back. That muscle memory starts to come back, you know, and, and you get back into the rhythm of, of winning games again. Yeah, indeed. Anthony, I'm going to come to you. Um, I'm going to look for a prediction of you. So I want the, your game prediction on whether you see us going through the toy or whether, you know, we lose but still go through. How do you think it plays out? Um, I think it will... I, I'm going to say a two-all draw. I think it, there'll be goals in it. And uh, I, I think that I hope Liverpool just have enough to, to hold on. Like, Tomorrow night, it's the obvious here, but it, it is absolutely massive for Liverpool because I know, like you know, a lot of fans are kind of thinking at the minute, just write this season off, get us to the summer, and we go again. But like, there's a long way to go in the season. You know, tomorrow if they were to cave, you know, there's a long there's a, ten more league games. But realistically, the top four is gone, and every time you get a bad, like another bad result tomorrow, and all of a sudden, uh, talk of clock quitting in the summer starts to come again even even if it's baseless like there's players like you know Salah's leaving and lads heads are getting torn like so it's it's usually important I think whether you believe Liverpool can go and win this Champions League or not that tomorrow to get through tomorrow is massive like just keep the season alive you know um, and I do think that Liverpool will have enough as I said I just think it's going to refocus them uh, the fact that it is like they're back in the Champions League it's knockout we're going in a, in a good position you know, we bet them only only three weeks ago. You know, and uh, you know, so now we have the better of them to to to, to get over the line here. Um, but as I said, I can't. I just can't see Liverpool going two legs against these and not conceding goals. Like, and, and they are going to, you know, they're going to have to really go for it at some point in the game. So I will say, I'll, I'll give you the prediction of two two, Keith. Uh, Brilliant. And Liverpool going through, of course. Liverpool going through on aggregate. Excellent. And um, Peter, what about yourself? Um, you know, I, I just think I, I think Henderson's a huge loss, not just as a player, but as a leader. I'm worried about the lack of leadership on the park. People can talk about, you know, the left full, Robertson, all you like, you know, and I think he's a fantastic, great, but he's, he tends to do his leading after the game by being honest and getting st- getting stuck into people. He's that lad. Mm. I worry about the lack of real leadership on the park. Gary, you'll know exactly what I mean. That lad that just doesn't take seven out of ten from you, that demands that, you know, if you're, when your hammers are getting tight, demands that you make that challenge in the area that you are, demands that you make that run. I don't see it. I think we lose tomorrow night, but we, we stay in the competition and we're all a little bit, oh, God, who are we going to get next, you know, to be honest. 
Yeah, and Gar, what about yourself? Cheers, <laughs> lads. <laughs> He's had me on a knife edge here. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Do you know what? Mr. Positive always, I was going to go with that Liverpool win 2-1. Do you know that? Because <laughs> yeah. I, I, was, I was sitting on Anto's side for a second and then Pete absolutely killed me, smacked <laughs> me on the back. <laughs> no, do you know what? I'm going to go with a 2-1 win. I, do, I, think we, I think we will concede. Uh, we're just very, very fragile at the back of the moment. Uh, mm. But uh, I just think... Tomorrow night will be a big game for Diego Jota. Diego Jota. Yeah, I Good just God. think. Yeah, I just think that they're going to give him chances, and they're going to give us chances. Uh, I think the front three will will be back on it tomorrow. Um, yeah, I'm going to go for two one win. Excellent, excellent. Look, uh, I agree about Jota. I think him, and I think Kate. We haven't spoken enough about Kate. We, we touched on him, but I think if Naby Kate plays this game, I think that will you know, set the tone a bit for how we're going to play. And a lot of people will will slate Naby Keita. I've slated Naby Keita on times because of his fitness and his availability or lack of availability for us. But when he plays generally, I think he's quite good and, and he does an effective job, a, a job that we don't have many others doing. But as the lads have touched on, he's not a leader, he's not vocal. So we could miss that sort of uh, voice like Jeannie Van Aldem's was the captain. Jeannie's not a vocal captain either you know so we do need we miss that Henderson type character but I think we win Um, I think we're going to win 2-1 because like the lads have all said I cannot see us keeping a clean sheet tomorrow just the way you know the fragility in our play there's nothing jumping out to suggest to me that we have enough to win a game at the moment but I always I'm always confident of Liverpool in Europe so I think a 2-1 win and then we go through um Four one on aggregate. You you take that at the start. It's a tricky toy, but hopefully we're not counting our chickens before we hatch. But I want to touch on the lads. The chat is all hopping tonight with the news that Juventus have been knocked out by Porto. Um, a surprise considering Porto were down to ten men. Um, they they needed to get goals. They got goals. Juve thrown everything at it and, and being knocked out. It's a great result for Porto. We saw Dortmund going through earlier. Um, in a game, a mad game as well against uh, Sevilla. You know, if Liverpool, I don't want to, you know, there's a lot of talk of Liverpool destined to win this Istanbul number seven, blah, blah, blah. You know, if Liverpool are to win this, they're going to need to improve. They're going to need to, that has to start tomorrow night. But, you know, Porto, everyone's looking for Porto in the next round. I don't think we can be too confident going into any game at the moment. I think we could be the team that everyone else is looking at saying, give us Liverpool. You know what I mean? Because you saw Fulham's reaction to the win at the weekend. It wasn't their first win of the season. Do you know what I mean? It's it, it's still a scalp. You know, this will go down as a mm. Leipzig away win against Liverpool in Europe even though it's not in Anfield and there's not going to be a crowd at it, it'll still be a, a scalp to be had. Everyone's so. got final. Yeah. It, it is. It's it's really gone that way and yeah. it, it, it's worrying. It's one of the things that really, um, you know, Liverpool for years, we'd all be, you know, similar generation. We got the Liverpool that were winning things in the 80s and then we was followed up by winning nothing in the 90s, but still being that name that everybody knew. You get something in Anfield, Happy days. The referees, I put my conspiracy theory hat on. Referees think I'm not being bullied here at Anfield. This crowd isn't going to influence me. 
refereeing sort of the not refereeing the occasion, refereeing the, the narrative or whatever, very frustrating. We got done away with that with the the unbeaten home record, but that's now in the in the bin. So do we is there a fear that, you know, as as Anthony said, we lose this tomorrow? The rest of the season is death by a thousand paper cuts, isn't the it, lads? It's it's yeah. it's not worth thinking about. And what does Klopp have to do to to avoid that? And I'm gonna to come to you on that because there's talk of this new UEFA conference thing, even the name of that is kind of depressing. The conference. Yeah, you know that's that's a worst case scenario. I would rather come eleventh and avoid that thing altogether than than have to play in that. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, I'd probably just rather, yeah, as you say, just miss out on Europe completely. Like, and if you can imagine Liverpool going in next season with a, a much stronger squad, and you're bringing some of the big boys back in, and you've got a whole week to prepare for for league games, like you know. Yeah. Um, but you know, there, there's it, Liverpool could finish anywhere this season, Keith. If 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 they were to go out tomorrow night, yeah. they really could finish anywhere because you're absolutely on the floor. Like no matter what way you put this, and I know the form and everything, the injuries, they're taking a two 0 league, two uh, 0 lead into the second leg. Uh, you know, it, it would be painted, and a lot of context goes out the window at the minute uh, as well. In, in terms of um, you know a lot of the, the coverage and just the, the sort of uh, chaos on social media, it's, everything is so reactive. Uh, you know, all context would just be binned yeah. and there'd be no excuse for this and it's the worst thing. And what's going on and Liverpool are finishing, Klopp is done. Um, and it's really, I mean, I, I don't, I'm not sure he could actually reverse. I'm not saying that he'd end up walking or anything like that. I just think that it would tailspin in the season would just cope. You know, they, they could finish in the bottom half of the league. Um, but look, look, you know, Let's let's stay positive. Go with Car. You know, we should, we should, I, I, as I said, like I, I, when you watch Liverpool um, against Fulham, you just thought, "Geez, they, these these are never going to win a game again." But I do expect. Like, I think we'll see a different animal tomorrow, like, uh, and I do think we go through, and then we can we don't have to worry about <laughs> yeah. going into the away. Well, we, we probably still don't have to worry about going into that leading conference league, but we can yeah. park that because we can still keep alive the dream that we'll win the thing. Get back into it next season that way. Yeah, indeed. I mean, it, it's not a snobbery thing, you know. We don't want to be playing in the conference league. But as Kevin Sullivan says, the conference is grand to blood youngsters. Definitely one for not one for senior players to be involved in and let Linders run the side. It'd be brilliant if we done that. If it comes to it, but there's something in me that just says no. We'd end up playing the big boys in this team. <laughs> and does anybody know the background to this tournament? It's it, I've done a bit of reading on it. I so it's. They're going to have the Champions League, obviously, in the Europa League. And the third-place teams in the Champions League drop into Europa, as they always have. But the third-place teams in Europa drop into this Conference League. And I think it's mainly for the lower coefficient nations, but the top five nations will have one entry. So I don't even know where we have to finish in the league mm. to get into this thing. Do you know what I mean? It's not like... It, you know, because Champions League positions could be all over the place if, let the Arsenal, are they still in the Europa? Arsenal are in the Europa, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Skin of their team. They win that, yeah. they get Champions League place, the Europa League place is filled out. I don't know where we'd have to finish to, to avoid this thing, but it, it's, you know, free world's not impressed, no one cares about it. Look, we don't care about a free world until we're, we have to play in this thing, do you know what I mean? And it's the ignominy. I've, I've gone to this show. I don't know when this will be played. Like, it's not going to be Tuesday, Wednesdays or Thursdays, I'm assuming. 
It's going to be bleeding Monday at lunchtime or something. <laughs> Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green today. No, we have a real fear of going into this crap, but look, we'll see what happens. We we end up in it'll be champion and it'll be doing pods on the next season. You <laughs> wait for conference special, but live watch alongs. Yeah, live watch alongs. That's it. Uh, okay, look, uh, Seventeen teams qualify for it. Uh, five uh, via, uh, five teams from the UEFA uh, Conference League Champions path. Ten teams eliminated from the UEFA Europa League playoffs end up in this as well. So it's a 32 okay. start. Okay, plus TNS. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Clubs like that. Blue Bell. Blue Bell. Blue Bell United. Bally Brown. <laughs> It's it's not appealing, you know, whatever way we look at it, and we don't want to be stung in this thing. But something Martin touched on there, and I'm gonna to come to Gar on this. You know, there's a lot of talk about Jurgen Klopp's future, and and you know, the news broke sort of over the last couple of days that Yogi Love is going to step down from the German post and that Klopp is the favourite to to take over. Now we poo-pooed it in his press conference today, but were you worried about that that talk? Do you, like, do you think international football is what Jurgen Klopp wants or needs at this stage of his career? If you're asking me, stage, I'll ask yeah, I just don't think at this stage. I just think what's going on at the moment. He's a lot going on. If you look at himself, he's a lot going on mentally with with a recent loss in his family. Then you go to his, his day-to-day job. It's 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 on its knees at the moment as regards results was. So he has to show, in, in my opinion, and I'm sure in many others, he has to show what he's made of now. Um, if he walks away from it, does, listen, I know it doesn't put a dent on what he's done in his club career, but if he walks away from it, it, it this is this to me is not the same position as his Dortmund position, right? Because Dortmund have bought a whole pile of players at the time. Um, this is totally different, right? And I've seen news, news articles flying around today. Uh, they obviously didn't see what happened at Dortmund. So uh, mm. this is totally different. Um, so to me, he should stay. He, he should test himself. He should get his team back on its knees in whatever way possible, whether it's uh, changes to the, the to the squad, whether it's uh, m- mentally, because we all know he's that sort of coach. He's, he's a man manager. He gets in people's heads. This season has, has been, you know, a right off at time. So mentally for me, I hope he can just stay brush this shite with the German side aside at the moment and, uh, you know, re- revoke this side and, and get it going again because, to me, this will be the biggest test and this will be what, what truly makes him an elite manager. Very true. Pete, I mean, um, Gar said that you'd be surprised if, if Klopp was to walk, you know, at the, the full sign of pressure, really. Um, and I think back to the Pep Guardiola situation where Man City, where, you know, last season Pep's done his cycle that he tends to do. There was a lot of talk of him moving on. And then the, the European ban thing happened and it was sort of pressure on him that he can't really walk away. You know, and, and he stuck around and, and he's really focused them to, to push on. Can you see Klopp doing similar? Are you worried at all that no, the, the amount of stuff that's gone on might impact them no, and might affect them? There's two, two, two or three reasons, principally because 
I mean, Jurgen Klopp as a manager, similar to Pep Guardiola, I guess, you can't engender at international level what Jurgen Klopp has engendered in his clubs. You just can't do it. It's a day-to-day thing. It's a camaraderie thing. It's an organic growth. It's we're in this together. When you're together once every three months for two or three days training camp and maybe a week of games, you can't engender that. It's It becomes a false, why is he hugging me kind of atmosphere and it doesn't work. Uh, so forget about an international job. He will only do the German job if he thinks about retiring, I think, in, in eight or nine years. And that, that would be the last thing he ever does as a manager. Uh, but that's down to him, in my opinion. And um, the second thing is, this is a guy who doesn't break contracts. Similar to Martin O'Neill. Um, when you hear that this man is has a contract until 2024, he will be there until he's pu- unless he's pushed out the door until 2024. Now, there's a huge question mark over whether he will renew to 2026. He may not. Um, but he will be there if he's wanted until t- 2024. Um, and I, as I said, I, I just, I, you know, I, I don't see the way, the, the state of, I don't see the third reason. If you've done something spectacular, like Jorgen Klopp has done at Liverpool, considering this year has been an anomalic year, not just for Liverpool, for the world and for football in general, you don't want to be remembered for this. Yeah. It's like a lot of the players that people are worried about. If Mohamed Salah is leaving, he made up his mind last year after we won the league that he's leaving. Nobody is leaving our club because of what happened this year. Nobody. Nobody. Because this is completely anomalic and nobody will want to be remembered. Like Emery Chan, when you think of Emery Chan, he's remembered for bottling out when we were on the verge of doing something great. Nobody is leaving unless they made up their mind last year. Very true, very true. And Anthony will come back to you as well. You know, the, the rumours of a Klopp extension then start coming out. Can you see any scenario where he's going to extend? Because I think he surprised people by his last extension. Do you think it's 2024 and then he moves on? Or can you see a situation where he does extend for another couple of seasons? No, I, d- I definitely can't see an extension. But I, I agree with the lads. I think he'll, he'll be there till 2024. Like, I mean, the, the Germany rumours aren't necessarily new either like they, they've yeah. been kind of swearing around and they often come from you know say build in germany which but there's there's no real bait there's no hard fact behind it this is a bit do of you do a poll or something don't you an opinion poll who do you want Jürgen klopp yeah, home that, that, and it's like oh klopp to germany this is it, that type of thing or you know germany uh, want them or klopp's thinking about it but it's not you know it's not based in fact so I think you'll definitely see it out. But like, by the time he gets to the end of his, Liverpool, his current Liverpool contract, he's only 56 or 57, I think. So he's got plenty of time and he's, he's a smart guy. I think he's probably in his... I mean, look, you can never... Even the best can't plan out exactly what they're going to do in football because it's it's so volatile and so unpredictable. Um, I think he, he'd know that he's got time on the side to, to take that job and I, I think as Pete said there like almost a semi-retirement gig to wind down like I, I think he sort of suggested before that Liverpool will probably be his last club, his club job so like it would be it would make a lot of sense but um, I, I don't I think we'll we'll have until 2024 and then I think that'll be the end of it you know yeah. it's funny like, even just a small thing Keith sorry but just like now walk away he keeps mentioning the weather. <laughs> he, he hates the weather in England and, and the winters. And, and I know that's a kind of, it sounds a bit trivial, but actually 
that, that can actually really affect you, you know, like, because it is really grim. I mean, we're in Ireland and, and you know, Ireland and England, you're, you're probably used to that weather, but, you know, if you're if you're not used to that climate, like, the, the amount of rain and the lack of sun, like, it actually is something that can kind of get you down. So I think these just, there's there's been enough small hints to say, you know, he isn't going to go early, but I think he will go at the end of this one, yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's something that has been touched on. You know, the the Jurgen Klopp method. He needs players to buy into his 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 sort of methods and his training and his plans to get the best out of him. International management, I don't think, is really geared up for that because you're getting players every few months for a few days. From what, are you different clubs. For? what are you hugging me for? You don't know me. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. But you know, are they going to run through a brick wall for you? You know what I mean? When it's it's it, you know, you're not there all the time. So yeah, I don't think at this stage it's it's really a viable option for them. But you know, as as the lads have said, as Andy said, these rumors will always come up, and rumors about Liverpool when we're in the bad way. Every rumor is going to be up. Salah yeah. leaving, Klopp leaving. FSG given no money for transfers. Um, you know, Allison's finished. Everything is a negative. There's nothing to be positive. And look, it, it's just the nature of the beast. We've gone through this for years. And anyway, it's just we didn't expect it to come back so quick. But I agree. I think next season, Klopp is there. He needs a rest. He needs to recharge his, ba- his batteries. He needs to just refresh things, get his squad back and just go again and let's see where we are. I think he looks to not rebuild the squad. I don't think there's going to be a big squad rebuild, but with the timing of it, I think this has to be a pivotal time and this is the chance for him. If FSG were to say to Jürgen Klopp now, look, there's no money this summer, that might change his thinking and he might say, well, I don't have time to do anything with this Mm. squad. This is an aging team now. You know, I'm not sticking around for three years to add one or two players a year. So it'll be interesting to see how FSG look at the rumours and sort of they process the, the thoughts of losing them because it could be the the per- not the perfect storm for us, but it might force FSG's hand that this is the chance, the last chance for Klopp to do something with the squad with the fact that you'll only have three mm-hmm. seasons left. So look, fingers crossed and hopefully, well, hopefully it starts tomorrow with a, a win against Leipzig. Um, it, we need it. We need it. As Anthony said, the, the thoughts of losing it, it's a game. You can lose a game against any team. Leipzig are in a bad team. You can lose any game, but the impact of going out of the Champions League on top of everything else is just, you know, the, the psychological blow of that will just be too much. So positive thoughts, everyone. Let's uh, let's go in there tomorrow and smash them. I'm going for, I'm changing my prediction. I'm going for a 4-0 to Liverpool. <laughs> Easy peasy. The Anfield, the Ferenc Puskas Cup roaring us on for uh, a 4-0 win. But look, lads, we'll leave it there for tonight. I want to thank you all for coming on. Uh, before we go, actually, I'll just say tomorrow we've got uh, Jamie. He'll be back doing a midweek fix. Um, I think Gav is on that with him. Um, Andy, I'm not too sure who else, but that'll be on. It'll be a post-game reaction to the match. Hopefully it's a positive one. Then Thursday, I think Grizz will be on with Carnage. And then Chris will be back on Friday with the Friday forecast. And then the Fatback 4 will be back on Sunday. So more busy stuff for the rest of the week. But I want to thank the lads for coming on and joining me. Anthony, we haven't had you in a while. It's great to have you back and we'll hopefully get you on again soon. Yeah, cheers, Keith. Yeah, great to see you. Great to see you, lads. Good stuff. And Peter, always a pleasure having you on. Never a chore. Have a good night. Good stuff. And Gar, pleasure as always, my friend. 
Great, love playing alongside Pete up front and then adding Anto as a third, uh, as Diogo jotted down the left down there. Uh. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I know the Marcello Bielsa is sitting on a bouquet, but good, 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 good to meet you, Anto, uh, uh, as well, by the way. Yeah, yeah you too, lot, right, yeah. A lot of the positive stuff from the other show you've been on as well, so well done, Pat. Keep it up. Uh, cheers, cheers, guy. Come on. Um, so, yeah, look, this has been the Match Build-Up show. I've been your host, Keith, and we'll see you all again soon. The Freddie Mac Multifamily Podcast brings together industry leaders to talk through current issues and important housing trends. Hear from our hosts and their expert guests by searching Freddie Mac Multifamily wherever you get your podcasts. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. (laughs) You love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.